Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Little Geek Lost. I am your host Mandy and this week's episode is on horror basically. (laughs) Just sort of horror movies in general. I kind of wanted to give a little bit of an update on horror movies, what's going on in my life that's horror movie related, Um, talk a little bit about new podcast, about a series on Netflix that I kind of dig and just sort of like a horror rundown I guess. (laughs) There are two times a year where I kind of really get in the mood to watch horror movies. So the first one, obviously, is Halloween. And the second one is summer, for whatever reason. I don't know what it is that it's, if it's just because, you know, the snow is clear, the darkness is sort of gone, it's warmer outside, the days are longer so you can get more done. But it's just something about summer that makes me want to watch horror movies. And I think it's because I think horror movies are fun. (laughs) I know that's like... A little bit crazy. Most people watch them to be scared. I watch them because I think they're fun. I think that it's kind of ridiculous and it's good to laugh about a lot of them. I mean, I don't think there's really any that that scare me exactly. Um, I just enjoy them as entertainment. I don't really, you know, necessarily enjoy the gore and seeing people getting murdered. But I do enjoy, like, if it's a creative kill or if it's something you know, ridiculous like that, or if if they can actually make me cringe and make me squeamish, then, you know, I appreciate that they did that, that they managed to do that, because there's not too many things that do that in life. Well, in life, there's a lot of things. In horror movies, there's not too many. So, I tend to watch more horror movies in summer. I try and do more, like, mini movie marathons, and they usually end up being horror-based. I'm doing a thing this year where I'm trying to do 365 movies in 365 days. I've kind of fallen behind. I'm going to have to do some catch-up days for sure in the summer. And if you go to my website, lowgeekgloss.com, and you click on blog, there's every month I put up my movie log. So all the movies I've watched for the previous month. And if you've been reading that, you will notice that there are short films on there. So I don't really give them a rating. Like all the other movies I watch, I give them a rating and kind of give my little you know, quick notes or whatever that I thought about the movie. The short films I don't and the reason being that is because of uh, a horror film fest (laughs) that is in town in the fall. So in Thunder Bay, this is the third year that there's going to be Terror in the Bay. It's a horror film festival in October. Uh, This year it's from the 17th until the 20th. And like I said, it's in Thunder Bay, Ontario. I got chosen, I guess, or asked <laughs> to, to be one of the judges this year. Last year, I was kind of involved with being sponsors. So the first year, uh, my best friend and I went to it. We kind of watched a few of the, the shorter films that were in it. We went to one day. I think it was just two days. And then last year, I was a sponsor for it. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go because I was super sick uh, that weekend. But this year, I'm really stoked, and no matter what I'm going, I'm going to be taking emergency and vitamin C and whatever else I could take if I have to load up on, you know, whatever cold medicines and whiskey and whatever else I need to put into my body to be able to make it. I am totally for sure going this year. Um, This year, it's four days, so I will be for sure going to one of them. And like I said, said, ooh. The extra awesome thing this year is that I am judging some of these short films. So 
a little bit about the process. Um, I've been added to this list where the submissions come in. So then every month I get a list of, you know, <laughs> ones that the the festival um, provider person, <laughs> the festival, you know, producer sends to me and I kind of go through them and give them a rating. Um, there have been some really good ones, some really bad ones and some in-between ones. I mean, that's what you get with every sort of festival submission, right? So it's been really fun to be going, going through that, be going through that process, be able to watch these short films. I kind of, I like watching short films. I like watching anthologies and, you know, those kind of movies that are made up of several little ones. So being able to watch these short films has been super fun. I sit there for a few minutes and well, more than a few minutes because a lot of them, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. But I sit there for, you know, an hour or two and go through a bunch of them. And it's just, it's a nice little break. And it's it's really cool to see the different stuff that's out there. The different stuff that people are thinking of. The different stories. The different film techniques. You know, you see like ones where it's black and white and color and animation and just everything in between. And I really enjoy that. I like, I like the stories. So that's what I like about movies is I like the story. Sometimes it's fun to just have a movie that's just, you know, monsters and there's no real story behind it. And sometimes you prefer to have a story and that's kind of <laughs> where I'm at. So it's been really fun and exciting, I think, to be able to be a part of it and do that. I'm super excited about it. So I'm really, really stoked to go to that in the fall. So that's Terror in the Bay. You can check it out on Facebook and their website's terrorinthebay.com. And I would suggest, you know, if you're in the Thunder Bay area, I don't know how many listeners are actually in Thunder Bay, but you should check it out. It's really cool to have a horror film festival in in my small town. So that's the that's that the main I guess horror update in in my life. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about is a new podcast. So if you know me, you know I like making new podcasts because I'm crazy that way. Except this one's a bit different. I'm not just doing it on my own. Um, I'm doing it with a co-host <laughs> and it's through the Padded Room Network. The show is called the Psych Word Pod or well the Psych Word basically um, on social media. It's Psych Word Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And me and Darian Brock from the Padded Room, each episode we discuss a new horror movie villain. So <laughs> we take a horror movie villain, we kind of go through what their, um, I guess, ailments are, you would say, what their psychological analysis may be, and we check them into the psych ward and sort of talk about them. Uh, the most recent episode, we did Nancy Downs from The Craft, so you can check that out at the Padded Room podcast app, well not app, but like wherever you, on the on the podcast apps, I would check out for the Padded Room, and yeah, that's on their psych ward. It's it's been really fun. Um, I even got a cool, well, I made myself a nurse hat, so I've got a cool nurse costume. So I would say, you know, for sure, check out the, the social media, trying to do stuff on there that's a bit different. Um, I do graphic for patient files, so it has each patient on there and sort of like checking them in to the psych ward. So it's it's a cool little thing. Um, it's fun to discuss horror movies. I mean, I love them. I love horror movies. I love talking horror movies. So it's fun to be a part of a podcast that is dedicated to horror movies and which is on a horror movie podcast network so i would totally suggest checking out the other movies that are on there on the padded room network as well 
there's you know the padded room show there's horror for dummies there's who will survive there's i don't even know how many other ones i'm sorry if i'm leaving you out but there's a lot so i it's something that i would totally you know suggest checking out if you like if you like horror movies and if you want to listen to more horror movie podcasts (laughs) so then the other thing i wanted to talk about i know i'm kind of just going through all these and maybe rambling a little bit um i have good old seasonal allergies and with summer kicking off in full swing it's been fun i can't really breathe half the time so that's maybe why i sound like i'm rambling but the other thing i wanted to talk about was the series that is on netflix that i feel isn't isn't maybe getting enough recognition or enough love that i can see on social media so the series is called slasher and it's canadian and it's this really interesting horror anthology so if you think kind of along the lines of American Horror Story, where each season is a different story, a different topic or whatever, different characters mainly, but the same actors. So Slasher is the kind of the same thing, where it's each season so far is a different, you know, self-contained story, but there's a lot of the same actors that overlap between them. So it's kind of cool that way. And, you know, you go from the season, you're like, oh, this person was, you know, this character in the season and now they're this one and then now in the season they're this one so I think it's kind of interesting that way so far there have been three seasons and I'm hot on the heels of watching the third season which I think was amazing it had some very cringeworthy scenes and I kind of really commend them for being able to make me feel cringy in in a movie or a tv series it's been a really long time since that's happened and you know that was kind of kind of really unexpected so with this movie sorry with this series kind of plays like a movie there's eight episodes each season and it kind of they kind of really feel movie-like it feels like it's a full you know you can kind of just watch them binge watch them and really not be taken out of it other series kind of have a lot more moving parts I guess I would say these ones are more self-contained they are really really surprising for a series how gory they can be and horror related I guess I was kind of really surprised at how well it was done too it wasn't just you know a throwaway kind of story like there was a lot of like effort and thought put into it and it's really hard to probably guess who the killer is I mean you can kind of think maybe you know but it's not one of those ones where it's super obvious from the first episode so that's really cool too so the first season is called the executioner and now it's going to be spoilers if you haven't watched them but not too deep in spoilers i guess and i would say like yeah you should probably still watch them even if i do give away spoilers so the first season is called the executioner it's about a woman who goes back to the town where she was born um there was horrific events and basically when she was born by being cut out of her mother's stomach when her parents were murdered on halloween and she's going back to open an art gallery and you know take over her mother's house but when she goes back the slains start again so it's one of those things where it's like did they start up again because she moved back or is it just coincidence or you know and it can't be the original guy because they caught him and he's been, you know, in prison <laughs> since her parents' murder. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of one of those ones where you're trying to guess, like, why is this person killing people again? Who is it? Is it because she came back? Like, it's, and it's the whole 
you know, small town feel so everyone knows everyone. And I think with these shows as well, you know, it's one of those ones where not really anyone's safe from being murdered. It's one of those ones where you don't really, you know, you can't be like, okay, this person for sure is not going to be murdered. Maybe other than just like the main person. But in some cases, it's kind of hard to tell who the main person is in like the second and third season, especially. This one's more focused on Sarah, I guess, as the main person because it's sort of her story, <laughs> as it were, um, as they go along. So the first one, like I said, it takes place in the small town. There's the executionary, starts killing people. Um, she moves back with her husband, boyfriend, and lives in their former parents' home. There's the town sheriff, and then, well, the police chief, I guess. He's kind of not really a sheriff. He's a police chief. <laughs> and it kind of goes through other people in the town. Um, basically, after all the murders and everything, it's eventually revealed that the deputy um, that she knew is actually, you know, portraying himself as the new executioner. He suffered, suffered under an abusive mother who killed, he killed her, and he kind of takes over killing people um, after the main character finds that her father had been murdered by this guy. She kills him and they kind of, you know, go on from there. Um, the weird thing is you kind of think it's the police chief for a long time and everyone's got sort of like secrets in the town or whatever. So the police chief had actually like kidnapped a girl and had her locked in his basement. and It was really, you know, really shady that way, I guess. And there's, I'm not really not selling it, but I think it was really good. It kind of really got me into the series. And yeah, I think that the first season was a really good first step for it. Um, going from there, the second season, I think, really is a lot better. My favorite is the third season. But the second season got a lot better. So that one is called Guilty Party. And it's about counselors from a summer camp. Um, they eventually, well, they end up killing one of the other counselors when they're at the summer camp and then years later because the summer camp has been sold that they go back because they're afraid that the body is going to be discovered and they're going to be sort of outed and it's a new resort and there's like a hippie leader who's sort of running it and it's really you know one of those like new age very you know hippie i guess resorts and it's winter time and they're sort of you know all locked down in it and it's one of those things where they go through and like, you know, slowly everyone gets picked off in the small contained space. It's got a very 80s slasher feel. Like, I mean, it is called slasher, but this one especially has got a very 80s slasher feel to it with the whole summer camp vibe and everyone kind of being locked down. There is some really good gruesome scenes in it. I mean, one poor guy gets like shot and burned and just, you know, almost killed a whole bunch of ways and eventually dies. So there is that extra gore factor to it. And again, it is one of those ones that does keep you guessing. You kind of don't really know who who the murderer is because you're trying to guess which one of the group. Is it one of, you know, the people that had been at the hippie commune? Is it one of the original camp counselors? Like who is the one that's killing everybody? So the second one, um, I mean, there's a lot more. It feels like there's probably a lot more gore in it. I think when it's winter scenes, it kind of comes off as being a lot more gory just because you see the blood on the snow and everything um so i liked it it was really good the third season i think was probably my favorite i don't know if it's just because it was my most recent one it had a really good cringe worthy scene in it but it's called solstice 
and it's about how there was you know this one guy gets killed in this in front of this apartment complex and the next year on the anniversary of it all the other people in the apartment complex start dying so you think that it's you know everyone that saw the original murder and didn't do anything or didn't wasn't involved in it is basically who ends up getting killed in it but for me and i'm going to spoil this part the most cringeworthy scene and probably compares to a lot of horror movies that it's been a really long time since i've seen there's the science teacher gets put down on a table and basically to get dissected so she's still alive <laughs> still awake conscious the killer cuts down her chest with a scalpel you know from neck down through her sternum all the way and splits her chest open and starts taking like wires like uh not wire snips but like you know metal cutters or whatever like bolt cutters and snips her ribs open one at a time with them and just like pulls her chest apart to me that was so cringeworthy out of any horror movie i've recently seen or a horror tv show thing where it's just sort of really made you know me shudder a little bit watching it and that was really like you know kudos to them because it takes a lot <laughs> to do that to me and just with like the snapping of each rib was really gross <laughs> so i thought that was really really surprising for a series that would be on netflix and you know being a canadian one having that on their sort of they're really kind of setting the bar on this one so it kind of goes through and you know if the rest of the people in the apartment being killed and there's really there's a lot of gore i think in this one more than the other ones and it also has a really good story and i kind of just really like the flow of this one especially so there's three seasons to it so far i really hope there's a fourth i haven't really checked into it to see if there will be because this one just ended so i think sometimes there's a little bit of you know time in between before they announce it but it's really good and it's something i would totally recommend so hopefully it's on american netflix or european or wherever else people are listening it's definitely on canadian netflix if it's not then it's something i would suggest you try tracking down and it's really like i said it's along the lines of american horror story where they're all little compartmentalized seasons so you can just pick up and watch anyone um i would for sure recommend watching solstice even if you don't watch the other you know the other two seasons i for sure recommend solstice because it's just you know it's one of the ones i, I think is the best one anyways so i mean i guess that's my little horror update so far it's not a really a really long in-depth one but i kind of just wanted to get something out there and talk about horror movies and recommend stuff and if there's stuff that you think you know is coming out new that you think i should watch or even old horror movies that i may not have watched or you want to talk to me about totally reach out because i love talking horror movies <laughs> with anybody so on uh twitter and instagram i'm at cherry cyanide with two ends and you know my dms are open anytime so slide on in let me know your your favorite horror movie what movies you like to watch you know horror season in in the summer <laughs> when is your horror season is it halloween is it summer is it all year basically do you rather you know curl up with a good horror movie in the winter and keep cozy inside or would you rather you know enjoy some nice summer cocktails and watch a horror movie in the summer i mean which which would you rather do <laughs> um as always i am cyanide and thanks for listening